Oh, who the fuck are you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. When did mediocrity and banality become a good image for your children? Fuck you if you can't understand it. Why can't you ever say something useful for a change? I'll go home and get your fucking shine box. Oh, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The apology you to gotta podcast. let me know when you're recording, man. I'm going to say some heinous shit. Yeah, I know, but we're laughing and we're having a good time. Most of our episodes start with us laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? I like that because it's like people have no context. Yeah, exactly. And we just so reference small parts. Like, <laughs> do you remember when Dave said this funny thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, no, but I do remember when he said that controversial fucked up thing. <laughs> I do remember when he was a piece of shit, fucking misogynistic <laughs> asshole. Well, fuck, that's... Yeah, yeah. We're in that same boat, Dave. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are talking... Um, Hello, high water. Uh, it was my pick. It was a twenty sixteen film. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to fucking. I'm not gonna lie. I'm two, I'm two, I'm two drinks maybe... down, and I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit tipsy. I haven't eaten dinner. Maybe he just. Can... That's, that's all I thought. Breathe. Um. <laughs> You you two hadn't watched this. I actually thought Michael would watch this. I I swore we talked about it, Michael. Nah, man, don't know what world you're living in. Yeah, fuck. never, I must, never yeah, seen it. Must be thinking about something else. Well, let, fucking, let's just get right into it. What what like, what what do you used to think? Who wants to go first? Start with Marsh. Um, I kind of forgot. I watched it. After I finished watching it, fucking hell! I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm not saying like it wasn't bad. It just, no, that's it exactly very... what you're saying. No, I'm saying you didn't care <laughs> enough to me. remember it. If it was bad, I would have fucking remembered it. <laughs> um, it was just very middle of the road for me. Um, like I, I watched it. And I was like, oh, okay, that was all right. And then, like, an hour later, I was like, all oh, right, I watched it. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, was there anything that uh, you that, that really stood out that you either liked or you really you really didn't like? The waitress. Like? The acting was <coughs> fucking great. Yeah. The acting was fucking phenomenal. Um, especially um, Jeff Bridges. Uh, and I, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Rainwater in uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Gil, Gil, Gil Birmingham. The, the cowboy on the road was also yeah. in Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. He's All that's right, that's cool, cool. that's actually but, Taylor Sheridan. I don't fucking know his name. I just know him as the dude that was like the dude that could like skid the horses. Yeah. 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 No, that's that's <laughs> that's Taylor Sheridan. I don't know his name. Well, I just fucking told you that. I just told you it's Taylor Sheridan. So now you, you know. Tell me like I should know. So what? Else? So yeah, you really, you really dug the the acting is pretty fucking phenomenal in it. Like there's, there's even the like I like a lot of the moments with Ben Foster. I feel like he had the best moments. He, his brother. Mm. Um, I, just, I was just sort of like there was just. I feel like that would have been the best ben, role ben to do. Ben Foster, the the unhinged one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, there there were like little, 
like just so inconsequential details that I noticed in the movie. I, I don't know why, but um, I did notice the the young the young bank teller chick, the one that was really shaken up. Amber Mid um, Mid Hunter. Amber Mid Hunter. I was like, yeah, that's a chick from Prey. Like, yeah. Fucking, that was that was pretty interesting. Um, but there was, do you know that scene where they're in the diner with the old lady, like the old fucking crotchety lady? Yeah, yeah, the, the rattlesnake, the fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah fucking... right. You're talking <laughs> the about chairs... the, the police, the sheriff. The yeah, yeah, the chairs that were sitting on, I literally in my grandma's house. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I've, I sat on those chairs growing up. That, that was just fucking weird to me. Michael, but, I was just like, was I in this? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what's this? <laughs> exactly. But, um... Yeah, no, like like I said, the acting was good. Um, the story was very basic, I guess. It wasn't mm. fucking throw me any sort of curveballs or blow on my mind or anything. Um, no. The characters were fine. Um, I think the dynamic between the brothers was also kind of typical as well. Like, mm. the the whole straight man and the... the Psycho. The, yeah, or the funny guy, I guess. Mm. Um it, it sort of went in the direction that you were thinking it would go, hmm. I suppose. Um, I did like the reasoning behind the the bank robberies and the the end game. The end game was like really cool. Um, just you know, setting it all up for his kids. Yeah. Uh, to to take mm. over it. It's it's kind of it's almost like. Uh, what we're talking about before we recorded, Carl, and I'm going on a weird fucking tangent here, but like people. Most people in power don't, shouldn't stay in power. So it's like he's sort of like doing all this to secure it, but to give it to someone else, which is mm. a very noble thing to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's kind it's, of all I got. It's inde it's endearing, and you're mm. right. Like it, it's it's because it, it it flies in the face of that um adage like we we're talking about. It's like you know absolute power corrupts absolutely, and it's just like what well, you're talking about. You know, they say yeah. it's like he, yeah. like just putting those oil, those um, those oil pumps on on his land. It's like there's fifty thousand dollars a month. You know what yeah. I mean? And he's but just like, like, but oh, if, it's not if, mine. if he if he sat there and took ownership of it, it would have tainted it. I guess. Yeah. Not, no, not just I for think, him, but like in, no, in the story. No, there was a time limit on it. Yeah. He had the he had the foreclosure, so he yeah, had, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had to rob those banks no, but, to, but, to make I'm the just, payment. Oh yeah, I know that. But like, I'm just saying, after all that. If he paid it off and didn't set up a trust for his kids and just kept right. it, yeah, that would have tainted it. Yeah, that, that's where yeah, because it's, it's self selfish. Really well. Yeah, sorry, Dave. Go. No, no, sorry. So that's where I think the storytelling went really well because there were there were a lot of uh, there were a lot of like little things that needed to happen to set things in motion. Yeah. Right. So. So he had a time to to acquire that land from the bank, and ultimately, if if he didn't uh, give that land to his sons, he would have just been a prick. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, yeah, which would have yeah. made the whole thing pointless. Or yeah. Pointless, right? Would've, yeah, would have been yeah. like a dark sort of spot on the whole thing. Right. That, that's that's why it's like you you. Before I get into that, Dave, what do you think? I think I think Marsh echoed pretty much exactly exactly what I thought. Like it it was a thing. Oh, really? I watched it and I, at the end of it I was just like, yeah, that was that was good. 
but then that's, that's it's, not in my, it's not in my top 20 it's probably not in my top 50 but it, it was it uh, it was a movie that i didn't hate yeah i enjoyed it it, it, it did its job and it did it well it did yeah, it, yeah. It, it was a thing and i really enjoyed the performances they were great um the the build-up at the start like the um what would you call it not build up god damn it i gotta stop drinking <laughs> the the lead up the lead up what? the suspense so when when things are happening and you're like you're on you're like the brother the unhinged brother are you talking about shit. like the first robbery i'm talking about the first few where yeah. it's just like the dude just it's just like dude fucking chill out man yeah you're, you're sort of you're, just waiting for him to kill someone yeah right so so you you've got that right like that the anxiety because of him it's like oh. so that was really well done but yeah like Marsh said like i i watched it i i i enjoyed it and then i think afterwards i was like yeah that was that was what it was i didn't like blow my fucking top off fuck i was i was sort of i was really hoping for more of an impact on both of you two because yeah. like yeah like to, to I, me but i got that too like at the end of it i'm like ah oh, carl's probably gonna be disappointed that that i'm not <laughs> i'm not so wrapped with this <laughs> no but like yeah both of your reasonings it's like i i do get it like it was it, look it, it was gotta, a bit of a gamble too like i'm kind of i'm kind of surprised that that this had such a profound impact on you well do you want me to do you want me to tell you why yeah, yeah, yeah. By um, all means, Carl. Wait, <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> I'm ready to listen. <laughs> I think like this is the third or fourth time I've watched it now, and and the thing that oh, I wow. yeah the the thing and dude I I watched it like a week ago and then I watched it again today, and I'm like the thing that oh, impa- wow yeah yeah dude <laughs> the crap. the thing that impacts me the most is the the absolute lack of explanation like with like you you don't there is like maybe two scenes where you have somebody explaining like the plot other than that yeah there's like there's no exposition dumps yeah and i'm like dude i i i love that so much because i'm like i'm like i'm i'm not an idiot i'm I'm watching this. I'm in tune with it. Like, like the, the, op- dude, that opening shot. Okay, which, which, which scenes are you talking about? So there's one scene. I didn't pick up on it. So there's one scene where, um, after Jeff Bridges is retired and he goes back to the office oh. and he talks to the, okay. to the, to the woman who, oh, yeah, that was who presumably, like, and this is the thing that I'm like, like, this is, this is a great way of hiding exposition and, and hiding sort of back character and all that. Like, at the end of the conversation, he says, "Like, how do you how do you like the desk?" And I was like, "Well, that was obviously his desk that she has taken. So she's taken his position essentially. She's now the old dog in the fucking office." And it's just like, "That's all. That's all you need to say. Like, you you, you didn't you didn't need to spend five minutes with her and 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 get to know her character and all that. So like, we just spent a whole fucking like." hour and a half with jeff bridges we 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 get right. that character i'm gonna so, be honest 
I totally did not pick up on that. Yeah, well, like, there's, that's what I mean. There's small things like that, but then, like, right. like you, you go back and watch that scene again, Dave, and no, she... For she sure. I, I totally... Like, even remembering it, I, I totally get well, that. Well, she, she tells you the whole film. She tells you the right. whole film, too. Like, she tells yeah. you the twist and everything, and just in case you missed everything, she tells you all that, but it's done in such a way where it's like, I don't feel like an idiot watching it either. It's like, no, this right. this this is actually what, this is probably what, you know, cops would talk about, like, especially a re- retired cop who can't let this one go. And I'm like, fucking fantastic. And then the the other scene is like, it's not even it's not even one scene. It's sort of broken up all the way throughout it. Like it's that opening when um, you know they first robbed that bank and then they dawn the getaway, and the brothers, um, you know, Chris Pine is like, you know, you didn't have to hit him. Or mm. or whatever. Oh no no no! So it's the second robbery where where he, he he needs to take the gun, and he goes like, you know, you you didn't need to you didn't need to um. What's he say? He says something. Ben Foster's no, character. The, ben Foster's character brother, says to the him. Brother is like, like, you fucking left the gun on the counter. No, no, actually, sorry. Look, I'm all over the place. But it, it is that first. It is that first scene. That first getaway scene where Ben Foster says to says to Chris Pine's character, he's just like, you know, we'll we'll make a we'll make a um a, a, a bank robber out of you yet. And I'm like, just that one, just that one sentence of dialogue that tells me it's just all like, yeah, okay, Chris Pine's character hasn't done this before. Ben right. Foster's character obviously has. And it's just like you look yeah. at you look at how they're acting too, and I'm like, there's more. Yeah, there's in a more... situation where he's like all like, oh, don't hurt them. Yeah, and that guy's like, get the fuck out of fucking yeah. fucking. Yeah, actually, sorry. And there's a third scene too that I that I love that gives you that gives you a lot of backstory without like being like, you know, spending thirty minutes with it. Is that it's the scene where um, Ben Foster's character goes into the mother's room, and it's and it's just small dialogue. It's just sort of like you know, how long was she in here for? Blah blah. You get the sense it's like okay, the mother the mother hated Ben Foster's character. Okay, get it cuts to them outside and they're looking at like the ranch looking at their old home and it's like I forget the dialogue verbatim but basically what you get from that scene is Ben Foster Ben Ben they had an abusive father Ben Fo- Ben Foster's character shot him and presumably killed him the mother never never forgave him that's why he's not in the will they've grown up extremely Actually- fucking poor I actually thought that was why he went to jail, but it turns out it's not why he went to jail. No, it's just bank yeah. robberies, I think. Yeah, it was just yeah. bank robberies. Right. Yeah. So it's just so sort that, of like... That was kind of a little bit of a twist as well. Yeah. And I'm like, like that, I'm like, I, I love that because I'm like, I this is this is done in such a way where I'm like, I, I need to pay attention to this, but nothing major is happening. Like... They're, they're literally two brothers looking out at the horizon, talking about their dead mother. Like, right? I'm like, this, this is this is fantastic, and then it, it keeps me keeps me in it for that next scene. And I think then after that they cut to they cut to Jeff Bridges and um, Gil Birmingham, and it's like, then they've got that they've got that they build that rapport where it's like, 
it's just classic and it's so basic where it's just like old cop new cop but new cop is also indian old cop is also old cowboy very fucking do you, racist do you ever feel like it there's like anything missing at any stage or, or um, do you feel like it was complete no dude i don't because there's uh, some part I'm, of me that just felt like some, something was missing I, I and i can't tell you what I, yeah look i i, I, just, I I was trying to think of that. I was trying to think of uh, this third third time watching it, where I was like, "How would I improve this? Like how how?" And I'm like, "There's, there's nothing. There's nothing right. in it that I'm like." And it, and it goes with storytelling, right? It's like you're yeah. trying to. It's you're looking at someone else's story, and you're like, "Yeah, I like this, but I don't know what to do do with it to make it more interesting because." it's it's what it is yeah and it's like that's dude, how i felt watching it because <laughs> mm. i'm doing like I, i'm telling you the 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 absolute best scene for me the one that i'm like i i i would love to write a film or write stories like this where they end on this note is that last scene with um mm. with chris pine and and jeff bridges because yeah. it's like it is obvious it's I, like i did like the ending I, I gotta uh, be honest, dude, I did like the ending. I felt the I felt ending, so satisfied. I felt yeah. so satisfied. I was like, you didn't need yeah. anything else. You, it was just like, yeah, what happens next? Yeah, but it's that, it's that that sense of, yeah, this is, yeah, this is fine. But yeah, it's like, this is great. but it's like, like the dialogue that they say to each other, where it's just sort of like you know, come around. I'm, yeah, I'm ready to be done with, with this. And it's just like you won't and be then, done. You won't ever yeah, be done that, with this. It's that element of uh, suspense too. It's like, are they going to have a gunfight? Like, yeah. Are they going to talk? Yeah. Like, where where does this go? Like from here. Yeah, that's. that's yeah. I, was, I was just like that. That is the perfect ending to a film. Like, I I don't I don't see how I could like. I feel like if you were to end this film with a big shootout with Chris Pine and Jeff Bridges, I'm like it would take the legs out of this film completely. Because it was yeah, so slow. I remember reading slow. some comments, and they're like, oh, we need a sequel. It's like, someone was like, now fuck you, we don't need a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is this is what's wrong with you. Like, yeah. everyone demands a sequel. It's Re- like, like uh, they said something about Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet didn't have a sequel. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it, it didn't explain <laughs> how the families dealt with their loss. Yeah. It's just like, you don't need a sequel to everything. And I was just like, that is such a great answer yeah (laughs) shakespeare's romeo and juliet didn't have a sequel it doesn't need one and i think i think i think why it's so satisfying is because it's like the thing that intrigues you is like you you know why like all this all this has happened it's what jeff bridges says it's just sort of like you know how did you do it he goes no never mind about that why did you do it he's like i'll figure i'll figure that out in enough enough time and it's just sort of like that, and then you know, with with his kids rocking up and his ex-wife and all that, and it's and you see the acknowledgement on Jeff Bridges' face. It's like, I just I I know why now. So now, the only thing to finish this off is for me to bring you to justice, but I can't prove it in sort of a legal way. So we're just gonna have old fucking West old Texan shootout, and I was just all like, yeah. That's why it's so satisfying. And it's just all like, yeah, I'm like, I don't need to know who wins. All I need to know is that, like, Chris Pine has set out... He had he had one motivation all throughout it. 
he accomplished that. Jeff Bridges had one one motivation all throughout that. He's accomplished can you, that. Can you remember the first time you watched this guy? Uh, like the the emotions. Or... It was yeah, it was a couple of years ago. I remember. I gotta tell you, like when Rainwater died, did that take you? Oh, dude, surprise? yeah, that 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 shocked me. That. <laughs> That honestly shocked me a little bit because I wasn't—I just wasn't expecting it. Like it's that. I actually thought fucking Bridges was gonna die. Yeah. I, I gotta be honest. Well, that's that classic storytelling trope of you know old cop, young cop, you know old cop and rookie cop, and it's like the old cop gives up his life for the rookie cop, so the rookie cop can take on like you know they've got this they've got this um you know tumultuous relationship all throughout it, and the rookie cop cannot see it through the. Ro- through through the veteran cop's eyes because but, the veteran cop's I got also, so much wisdom and blah 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 and you just don't yeah. expect the young cop to to ever die they're the one that passes on the one that takes on that legacy and then for so, him so to wait, just get died uh, what was your what was your favorite moment from that movie that last scene the last scene the last you, you scene you know what I think was my favorite moment like not scene just moment yeah. like was when Jeff Bridges gets that shot right. Yeah, he, he taps the guy and he laughs and cries. Yeah, and then laughs. Yeah, and it's that bittersweet moment of I fucking got you, but my my partner's dead. Yeah, I think that was it that was, was a such, good moment. Such a great acting choice too. Like, and this is like I don't know if he, how direction came into play for this, but but these are the sort sort of things like with acting, right? Like that that I look at and I'm just like. That was such a brilliant choice. It, yeah. it was, uh, I don't know. Like I felt. No, no, that I feel ya. In, in the moment when it happened, I felt yeah. that. Like I was just like, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy. Like that was such a victory. If you if you go back, it was, it was it it fucking it was such a, a victory in in a in a point where it was it was so sad as well. Dave, go go back and watch that scene because and watch the other actor when Jeff Bridges slaps him. Because he's not expecting it. And you see it sort of shock him. And you're like, yeah, it's like that was... And that was pure Jeff Bridges in that moment. Just yeah. connecting to that character. Making making and a choice. Yeah, and it's just sort of like, yeah, fucking hell, dude. Like, that's yeah. such a good... It is, you're right, it, it is such a really great little tiny moment. I actually, actually really love that moment. Actually, the, probably another scene that I really loved was when he was talking to his son. And he's and he's just sort of imparting that wisdom to him, and he's like, you know, you're gonna hear, you're gonna hear a lot of things about me and your uncle. And he's like, I'm not gonna believe him. He goes, No, you believe him. You believe every word. All right, you, wait, you wait, don't wait. be like me. You know, you know why I had a problem with that? Oh, it's because why? the son, the son. So the initial reaction was just like the son's like, a fuck you, and walks off. Yeah, and I. So to me, it was like if my dad walked out with a beer, I'd find somewhere else to be. I wouldn't have that that conversation with him. Like it, he sat down. It's just like you're giving him the time of day, but you're like, but for why? Like you wouldn't even say mm. hello to him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't believe that. it. Like I, I don't know. Yeah. I, it, to you, it, was, I, it felt a little convenient. It it just felt forced. Yeah, I, I was just like, yeah, I don't believe this, like, because there's no, there's no reason for him to still be there. Yeah, fair. I yeah, I'll, I'll pay that. I I can see that. Yeah. Sorry, another. 
another small, very small moment is the Taylor Sheridan part where he's just like where Jeff Bridges is talking to him, the the cowboy with the cattle and the flyer, and he goes, oh, okay. and he goes, he goes at the end, he goes, he goes, twenty first century, and I'm racing, I'm racing flyer to a river with a herd of cattle, and I wonder why my fucking kids don't want to do this for a living. <laughs> <laughs> I was just but like, then, yeah, right on, dude, right on. Did you, did you think, did you have uh, Yellowstone vibes? Where oh, like massive! The fuck out of this shit. Yeah, yeah, massive, <laughs> massive. It I was, was just, a total contradiction. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, fucking. Uh. But dude, I, 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 Yellowstone and this movie has made me just want to go, <laughs> go and visit like Montana, go visit Texas, and just go visit that sort of open plain sort of landscape because there were so many beautiful shots in this where I was just like fucking hell that's that's a beautiful landscape I I really want to go there and just, just I did check like it out. the grass scene at the end that was nice yeah the, the camera dropping down into the brush yeah I thought that was nice but Michael, ultimately I mean with all the criticism I, I uh, once again it, it was a movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, it's, no, look fair enough I can, I can see both your points like well, when I was watching it this time, I did sort of have in the back of my mind, I'm like, I, I, honestly, I was like, Michael, I have no fucking idea if he's going to like it or not. Dave, I actually thought, I'm like, you know what, there's a good chance he might hate it, because it was, it was a bit of a slow, slow film at times. And I'm like, oh, Dave, yeah, Dave might I, I really hate it. I hated it for that. I, I, I think I actually did get, like, I wasn't bored. Yeah. But I wasn't enthralled either. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. fair enough. Michael, were there any moments for you that that like really stood out, or was it all just a little bit of a meh all throughout um, it? The the short little scene in the diner where Pine's character is talking to the waitress. Yeah, that was really good. Um, and the the last scene, the conversation between uh, Pine and Bridges. Yeah. yeah that was it <laughs> it had it was more tense than it had any right to be I suppose um, yeah because like you know at, at that point movie's over like mm. plot's done like he got what he needed out of it yeah it's like what mm. can happen now yeah nothing really <laughs> I did I did really like, it, I, I was kind of hoping that like they would not not because like they um they basically told each other, like, come find me, I'll kill you, sort mm. of thing. But I was kind of hoping that um, <clears throat> Rigdy's character would just be like, be a bit more... I don't, I don't want to shit on his character, because it was a good character, but I, a bit more, I guess, respectful and be like, okay, you got me. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. You, you know what I thought would have been a nice, like, little addition? Is if Jeff Bridges was walking away... And he just shot him in the back. <laughs> yeah, but he's not his brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's his brother for exactly, sure. Exactly, but, that, but he, he just spouted how he'd never killed a man. I yeah. just think that would have been... <laughs> I, do, I do, actually, I do love that. I love that. I love that threat too. It's just like, I've never killed a man, but if you want me to start with you, old man, like, let's do it. Yeah. Right, right. Fuck hell, dude. And yeah, then he's just he's, like, do you think, do you think you can away, reach, right? do you think you can like reach that gun? 
Do you think you can reach that gun before I blow you off of this porch? And it's just sort of like them staring at each other. I was just like, yeah. dude, this is... Yeah, Michael's right. I was like, the, the fucking tension in that scene is yeah. unnecessary for like the yeah. last three no, minutes of the I, film. I get it 100%. Yeah. Oh. But if they added something to it, it wouldn't have been... I don't think it would have been... Uh, the sun. The sun comes out. The sun comes out yeah. with a fucking football and he just spikes it into Jeff Bridges' groin. <laughs> Like, get the fuck off our land. Comes out with a football and it's fucking a grenade. <laughs> no, that's too much. All right, my my fault. <laughs> yeah, uh, look, you know what? That's probably uh probably the better uh the better reaction than than what I was expecting. So I'll, I'll, I'll fucking I'll take it. I'll take it. Uh, well, the, he took yeah. the high road. <clears throat> didn't shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the reaction from you two. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought, you were, I thought you were still talking about the scene. <laughs> no. I was trying to wrap it up, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> I do this. I do Who's this. Uh, DKM? Michael. Yeah, we don't have a we don't have a new pick for this week, so takes into the future. I'm tossing up between two. Um, yeah, fuck it. We'll go with this one. Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, the, the jury in a New York City murder trial is frustrated by a single member whose sceptical caution forces them to more carefully consider the evidence before jumping to a hasty verdict. I know this movie. I know this movie. Ah, oh, fuck. I know this movie. Is this something with Ben Affleck? No, this is an old movie. Uh, 12 Angry Men? Ben Twelve Affleck's Angry Men. old. Hey? 12 Angry Men, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I, I've, actually, I've actually been really wanting to watch this for for quite some time. Because I've seen, I've seen multiple scenes from it. Like, I have actually think I've, I've had to study scenes um, in the course. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen this movie once uh, a little while ago, and it's... I've never forgotten it. Yeah. Um, 1957, Henry Fonda, which is probably the only movie I've seen him in. <laughs> I, I usually don't go that far back. Yeah. But um, yeah, this this movie is fucking phenomenal. It's probably, I, I would uh, go out there and say it's a perfect film. Yeah. Oof. All dude, right. I've 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 heard I've heard a lot of it, and dude, even just from the short scenes that I remember studying. I remember being like, I was like, this, yeah. this, this film's on, like, it's got no business being this good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's oh, an wow. absolute masterclass in acting, in writing, in camera work, in, like, dialogue, like, everything. It's just fucking... You guys are, uh, you guys are really, um, setting the, setting this up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come back next week, and Dave's just gonna be like, "You guys fucking suck." Yeah, guys yeah, suck. yeah. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you two. Like I'm well, too uncultured like, to fucking get it. What? Um, oh, I know. Carl could watch the whole movie. Like, yeah, you know what? Didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what? Um, what was it about this, Michael? Uh, why did I pick it now? Yeah, it was time. I think. What um, was the title? My uh, Twelve Angry Men. The the list. My list is getting shorter and shorter. And some of these movies are getting harder and harder to find. 1957? Yeah. 1957, yeah. 
Um, and I think this is uh, required viewing for anybody that's got even a vague interest in film. Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. Was, I think I, I think I that's like why. It already, to be honest, <laughs> just, I think I've you guys spouting them. I think that's why it's like I I'm like I've got I've got a whole list of sort of films from like the 30s, 40s and 50s like especially especially noir films that I I'm just I've been meaning to watch and and this is this is one of those ones on the list where it's just like it's it sets up so much for for modern storytelling that it's like we we miss completely now. Like I feel like Modern modern movies now, especially Australian films and just Australian TV shows, for whatever reason, they're just all plot driven. Whereas, like, you know, just reading the synopsis for this, it's just like, yeah, dude, like you, you've got me. Like, you, you, know, you know what I mean? Like, there's the there was just there was more focus on the characters than plot. Yeah, oh, it's very much a character study for sure. Yeah. I miss that. You know what? That's it's probably a good segue from Hella High Water because that's that's something that I really appreciate about Taylor Sheridan's films is that it's the plots are extremely simple, so he can focus more on the characters, and it's like this is exactly what this film is, and those film films from that era. You know what I mean? You know, drama films from that era were that. So. Yeah. Can I can I throw back to Hello High Water uh, again? Yeah. Sorry for a sec. The the credits. So it was dedicated to uh, such and such Mackenzie. Such and such Mackenzie died twenty yeah. fifteen. Uh, yeah. That that's the director's parents. Oh really? They both, they both died in the same year. Oh. Uh, five months apart, I that's, believe. That's horrible. Yeah. So. I think it's the classic thing of when someone dies and their partner just doesn't want to keep on living. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there was a lot of speculation. It was just like, oh, was it a car accident? And it was just like, no, they just, so she died first. He was 11 years older and someone was saying, well, maybe he had ailments already anyway. Mm. Uh, Possibly, but... There's just so many cases of, of um, like you know, one, one half dying, yeah. yeah, and then the other half being like, like, all right, yeah, fuck, fuck it, I'm it. Out. yeah. Well, me and Anna already got that deal. I told her, I've, I've, okay, I'm, go, I'm, I'm going first. Okay, I'm sorry. So yeah. You know what's funny is my mum said said to me, and she's like, I don't know if I should tell you this. I'm like, what? She's like, I really hope. I go before your dad. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know what to do without him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I want to go before I know just for the logistics. I'm just like, yeah, like <laughs> you know, you know so much more than me. Like you you add more to this world than I do. So I'm like I've got I've got an extensive knowledge of fucking egotistic dudes dressing up in costumes punching bad guys. I'm like that's about it. <laughs> and films. So, yeah. Yeah. So she won! No, she Anna, 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 into it! Anna, Anna doesn't like that joke. She's like... <laughs> Jeez, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> just at one point, just let's stop saying it. This is not, it's not funny anymore. It wasn't funny the first time you said it. It's definitely not funny the 50th time you said it. Alright, fair enough. Yeah, but um, I'm looking forward to this, dude. Really looking forward to this. I actually am now, too, like, because you... Because you guys have talked it up so much. Mm. <laughs> nice. Well, it actually... It actually... I don't know, I think I actually, you've actually inspired me, because my, look, my next film, anyway, was going to be, um, oh. quite, quite an old film, anyway, like, it was, I'm just looking it up now, uh, the next film I was going to pick was made in 1961, as well, so, you know, it, it's actually inspired me to watch a lot of these, like I was saying, those older films that I wanted, I wanted to watch. I might just yeah. put them put them on the list because I'm like I haven't seen them. I guarantee you two haven't seen them, so it, it'd be a good reaction from all of us. So I think I might just all do right. that with my with my picks from now on. Just pick pick ones well, that I know that I haven't seen and I, and I know you two haven't either. My next movie is gonna be an old one. Then fuck you guys. It's gonna be a what? An old one. Fucking nice. It's gonna it's gonna be my. Alright, let's watch this. And then... <laughs> we get... We get we'll ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Oh, Alright, well, fucking... Um, let's, uh, let's go do it. Let's go watch 12 Angry Men. Uh, oh, yeah, let's do it. That's, that's the podcast. That's the apology tour for, the, for this week. We are... Sorry? <laughs>